Hi, this is Lillian. I'm here with April Love of Holistic Horse Works. Uh, today we're going to talk about the show jumpers and eventers. What kind of problems do you see with these horses? So a lot of these horses, um, the worst thing I see when I go in the barn is four hooves that don't match. And the farriers are trying to cut and trim the front to match. But if you squat down behind your horse, safe distance, about 10 feet, and they're on cement or flat, hard surface, look at those four hooves from the rear. You're going to see four hooves out of balance, medial-laterally, um, inside crushed heel with a flare shooting to the outside. That's like you trying to be a marathon track runner over hurdles with two different size tennis shoes that are worn like on the outside. You might be able to do it okay for a little while, but it is going to create stress and havoc in the joints higher up, in your ankle, in your knee, in your hip, to not be landing on a good foundation. And all of that actually starts with first rib misalignment and the body not being able to move correctly. So if the horse has first rib misalignment, which I find most of the body workers out there aren't addressing because it's so deep under the neck at the base of the shoulder. But if the first rib is misaligned on the right side, the horse is uncomfortable doing right lead canter. And in the past, we've been taught it's a weakness. You need to build up that side. So when we keep asking the horse to do right lead canter on a shoulder that cannot move correctly because the rib is in the way, it's not that that shoulder hurts, it's that the shoulder can't lift and move correctly. So you're overusing the top neck muscles, the rhomboids and trapezius are coming down to have to pick up that shoulder. That's actually going to shorten all the bones in your neck to be too close together. And can give you a little bit of that U-neck look where you have a little bit of a dip um, in the mane right before the withers of muscling that's not there where the nuchal ligament comes into the withers. And the right stifle is going to take extra stress in the inside left hock. So continued training to try and get a nice right lead is going to lame your right stifle and your inside left hock. It's also going to give you more side bone, ring bone, and arthritic knees. When your horse is flicking an ear or, or pinning their ears or swishing their tail when we're asking for a movement, it's not because they woke up and said, I just don't want to do this today. It's because that body part cannot. We need to change the word my horse is unwilling to, to my horse is unable to. And you're barrel racing. If the horse had first rib out right side, he would do two barrels really good to the right, would not be able to get the shoulder out and around to do a good barrel to the left. In dressage, where we have all these beautiful movements and jumping, you know, with the jumpers, they have to tell the horse to switch the lead, to go around and everything. And it's so much harder for that horse to lift up that side shoulder. You're going to start to have the girthy horse, the roach back, the hunter's bump. These are not confirmation. These are body issues of things that are not moving correctly. And coming back to the jumping horses, you have to really push off the hind. But if the front isn't moving correctly, they're overstressing the hind. So if you have first rib misaligned on both shoulders, neither shoulder can move correctly. And that canter is, is not smooth. They're having to really stress to lift up both shoulders. 
as a writer, we say, wow, they're really heavy on the four. And so we ask with our bit, our seat, our legs to get lighter on the four. But if the issue's in the front end and you're not fixing that, you're not releasing that rib, you're not doing my yoga and your leg circles. The only way that that horse has to pick up the front end to jump is to throw all the stress and weight back to right behind the saddle on your psoas muscle. So think about if you're on your hands and knees on the carpet, acting like a little horse for your niece or nephew, and they were doing a horsey ride and they wanted you to get light on the front end when you have a rider sitting on the weakest area of the horse, the suspension bridge of the ribs and spine, they have to tighten their lower back to pick up that front end repeatedly. And that puts it into spasm. When the psoas gets over tight, it tightens the lumbar. And then that starts the roach back. It pulls the bones up and you're compressing nerves. So that also starts your kissing spine where the vertebra are actually rubbing and fracturing bone together. So it is not confirmation. It is long-standing first rib issues under both front shoulders. And if you follow the other end of that psoas attachment that attaches to like your lower back, if you've ever had sciatica or lower back pain, that's what the horses are experiencing all the time. The other end of that psoas muscle attaches, comes down through the stifle and attaches to the inside of the hock. So that psoas muscle on us, if you're standing up and you lift your knee, that's your psoas that's doing that. On the horse, when that's all locked down and in spasm, they can't pick up that hind leg and bring it forward. So they might knock over at a jump, you know, because they can't quite tuck up the hind legs. They might not have enough push off the hind because their pelvis is also out of alignment. All of these tight muscles pulls the pelvis in ways that the hips cannot balance themselves. So now you have a horse with um, that looks cow hocked because a tight psoas is going to give you hocks that are too close together. So then you have to start injecting hocks and stifles to keep your horse sound, but it's still all starting in the front end. So we have to look at the whole horse and in the front end, that's not loading correctly with the first rib misalignment, they're going to actually land toe to heel, jamming their fetlock, their knee and their shoulder. And you're going to start to have side bone, which is extra calcifications that grow around the coronary band underneath. You'll see where the hair tufts. And when you push with your thumb on the coronary band down in front, you'll see how soft it is. Now follow that all the way around the side to the back and you'll see it seems to grow out a little bit more. There's extra calcification there. The coronary band is not round. And you might be having contracted heels as well. This is all part of this side bone calcification and how the hoof can grow. And higher up in the fetlock area, that's your ring bone. So that's like an arthritic ankle. So when you start to see the side bone and ring bone, you're asking your horse to jump and land on feet that have like sharp pieces. So if you look at my video and the picture, side bone and ring bone is an excess calcification and it's porous that grows. So wherever the body has heat and friction from joints not loading correctly, the body's going to send calcium to it to lock it down. So if you're having all that going on in the front hooves and the side bone and the ring bone, 
we use a dynamite balm sweats at one time a week for like three to four weeks. And you put that on and you leave it on overnight. And especially in hot climates, you take it off in the morning and you can just leave the product on. It's the best hoof conditioner you'll ever see. You can just do that once a week in the summer, just apply it. And the whole hooves will just be growing down so nice. You don't have to buy all that fake hoof treatment stuff. Just use a dynamite balm all natural product that comes from the earth and it just really grounds the horse and feeds the hoof. So higher up, we do a four hour sweat with clear food wrap on knees and hocks to help break down the excess calcification in there. So the theory is as the excess calcification, which is porous, not dense like the bone, is breaking down, the body can reabsorb it. So yes, you can still keep riding your horses, but we're going to come back to the health of the hoof. I haven't seen jumpers with very healthy hooves either. So that comes back to my hoof soak recipe. And I like a UC Davis soaker boot. The other boots just don't do the job. And for 32 ounces of warm water, you put in a cup of Epsom salt and two full dropper full or four half dropper fulls of the dynamite liquid trace minerals for 45 minutes. It just pulls all the toxins out of the hoof. It kills any thrush or bacteria. When you're looking at your horse's hooves squatting down from the rear, you should not see any cracks in the frog going all the way up to the hairline. That's how deep the infection is affecting the coffin bone. And if there's pain and redness in there, the horse is not going to want to land on the heel. That's a lot of the contracted heels that we're seeing. So how the hoof feels to land on is super important. People would buy these horses and say, this is going to make a great jumping horse. And I'm like, um, it's eunuch, roachback, hunter's bump. The hocks are too close together. And the front feet have so much side bone and ring bone. And the knees don't even bend up to do the leg circles for my yoga. So Maybe in six months, but not right now. We need to address the hoof and all the joints all the way up. So when you do my leg circles on my yoga, that knee, when you pick up the hoof, the heel of the hoof should be able to come all the way up to the elbow. If it can't come all the way up to the elbow, you already have a stiff arthritic knee. So pay attention when you're doing my yoga leg circles. Can you know, each side knee and and shoulder do the same circles when you go down into the drunken horse pose. And my yoga should be done before you lunge the horse, before you warm up the horse, because the carrot stretch back to the stifle is going to tell you how the neck is, you know, what's going on in the front end, the front leg circles down to drunken horse pose. If the left side goes really good and the right side goes really bad, you have something in there you need to work out before you tack it up and ride it because right shoulder not able to move correctly. They can't do right lead canter. And again, it's going to throw stress back to inside left hind to pick up that shoulder because horses are working a diagonal. So the whole five-step yoga program, the tail pull and the butt tuck, they can't do that if the pelvis is not in alignment. You'll say, well, my horse can't do the butt tucks. Yes, because you have issues there that we need to work on. And the belly lifts, you should just be scratching where the girth goes and the whole back should just pop up happy. And if it can't do that, you have issues in there and that's going to give you the girthy horse or a horse can't even get a deep breath for stamina. You know, if you have a horse that doesn't like to be saddled in girth, you don't have all of the lung potential and, and air and stamina for performing in that long event. 
So the yoga should be a happy thing for your horse. They should be waiting at the gate for you every day. You should be able to do it without a halter or lead rope. And the other most important thing that you need to do for any competition, high mileage, high working horse, four or five days a week, is get them on the Dynamite Free and Easy Joint Supplement. You can call them um, or find it on my shop page. People had always asked me when I did 2,000 miles of endurance in two years with no vet poles, how did I keep my horse going? And the thing is to be feeding the joint support before you're doing the stress, not waiting until the joint already has the stress. So the loading dose is like two scoops a day, and then you can muscle test and go down to half a scoop or a full scoop, and then just add more scoops before the competition event to really support the joint health. The unitagata, the catsca, the chondroitins, glucosamines, yucca, and everything that you want to see. It's all natural. It won't test. I had endurance horses on it, and they would always test with pee cups, you know, if you were in the top 10 of the race, and it would always tested really pure and clear. Get the horses on the dynamite free and easy. It even helps lube the navicular groove, which is like a tendon going into the back of the horse's hoof. It's like your Achilles heel. So you really need to have all of that lubed in your knees and your hocks and your stifles and everything before you start the jumping. You know, do preventative, do my yoga, do the free and easy, do probiotics can look at how some issues start in my free ebook. That's www.horseacademy101.com. You'll find on my website at holistichorseworks.com. On top of my shop page, you'll find my links to my Dynamite website to get the Dynamite Balm for the side bone, ring bone, all of that. You can call them 800-697-7434 to order it as well. You want the two ounce liquid trace minerals as well. Just tell them April Love sent you. So I hope to see you on my YouTube channel, Holistic Horseworks, or on my Facebook page, Holistic Horseworks, and email me anytime with any questions. Hope to see you there.